STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. Boom, we're live. There's an old where you, This is where you actually start talking. I know. America. What? America. America, America, America. What, what did oh, I you bet do? You, what, I wonder what you got to talk about. What now. did you do? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was actually physically sick as I was watching that countdown. You were actually watching coverage? Yeah, I watched till about 9.30. 9.30? And I said, fuck it. Because he was already in the lead. And I just had a sickening feeling of what was going to happen. Wow. I hate politics, man. For this reason. I didn't. I was completely wrong on this front. It is such man. a joke. Couldn't believe it. Could not believe it. Um, I was with CNN until probably 12.30. I finally turned it off. Went to bed and hoped for a miracle while I slept and uh, woke up to a brand new world. What well, did you guys do? Not quite yet, but soon. What did you guys do? How yeah. could the polls be that wrong? Well, what did you tell me? At what, 46% of the population did not vote? Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't believe that. Yeah, he won by like 25% and she had 24%, whatever was Are you left sure? over, something like that. Yeah, I might have read it on Twitter somewhere. Who knows? Oh. I don't, I'm not a fact checker. <laughs> Look at the numbers. They weren't crazy numbers. You know, a lot of those counties, you know, just had 15,000 votes kind of thing. That's not everyone coming out to the to cast a vote and all the dummies that waited in line all day to uh, vote for the libertarian or the independent and just throw away your vote. Yeah, why would you vote if you do that? <sighs> to make a point, I guess, but really it's just throwing away a vote. So, oh man. Well, would, you would have gone, so you're a Hillary. Lesser of the two evils, I guess? Well, yeah, I'm not going to vote in a circus ringleader yeah. a sideshow I wouldn't he, say two ears he's he, she's the lesser of the of the stupid what an embarrassment I, I just I worry for what's going to happen <laughs> not for America but for you know the trickle down effect that it's going to have on us well yeah if he does the things he promises like uh, rips apart all of our trade treaties and everything like that yeah. which is utter nonsense ridiculous Good thing is there's at least safety precautions in effect where he's, you know, technically he is sort of just like a figurehead where there's the Senate and all the, I guess, uh, safety features have to vote and, and you have to get through certain policies and, mm -hmm. yeah, you know he's what I mean? not like an emperor. Yeah. He's not, uh, it's doesn't not have a dictatorship, so. Not yet. That's the only Maybe safety he'll change that there. somehow. At least there's some securities that are present where, you know, hopefully they can prevent some of the things that people are fearing from taking place. 
Mm, I just can't believe it, man. The guy appeared on, uh, you know, wrestling matches. He wrestled Vince McMahon. He uh, he couldn't even make a casino profitable. Like, <laughs> what? The, just goes on and on. Yeah. All right. That's enough of that. Joe's bored. I'm not bored. I'm just sickened by it, and I don't. I, I I hate talking politics. Hate talking politics. Hate talking religion. Well, I was just going to move straight into religion after this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm st- I'm still. I just don't understand how the how the polls could be so wrong. You think people were like uh, ashamed to say they would vote for Trump, and that's how the the polls were so tilted the other way. They just didn't want to say that out loud, but uh, in the privacy of the voting booth, they still went for... Uh, I don't know. Who knows, man? So who's he going to nominate? Who's he going to be make like the Secretary of State? Nugent? I'm thinking Nugent. Scott Bill Teddy. Yeah. Uh, and I... Don Jr. I don't want to say bad things because I, I don't want to... I don't know if any of our, our, you know, friends or whatever have voted for him. So I don't want to make them feel bad because they got the right to vote for him. if They feel a certain way. Hmm. They have the right to vote for him, but I'd sure like to get them on the show and have a chat. You can do that on your own time. On my own time. All right, man. What's been going on with you? Do that on the uh, STC Pod wrap-up show. The wrap. What else has been happening? Moving on. Why don't you uh, get us into some exciting stuff? Mm. What do you got to say? Well, I finished listening to the latest Retro Fandango with uh, Curtis was the guest. That's that's my boy right there. Curtis. No, he's my boy. No, no, he's my no. boy. No, no. We talk all the time. No, we have this rapport. No, Curtis is my guy, dude. No. I just said he's my guy. No, he's not your guy. He did a great job. He's my guy. He'll tell you. Do you think maybe he probably shouldn't have went on the Fandango because he's like our guy? He should probably stay away from those guys. Keep himself pure. Mm, I'm pretty sure he got paid to appear on this episode. Oh, yeah, he would have got paid so. for sure. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, man's got to make a living. He's a working actor. Yep. He was pretending to be their friends. Yeah, that's true. He is a good actor. Absolutely. He uh, did tell me uh, in one of our, you know, we talk, you know, uh, three or four times a week. And he said he has a big scoop he's uh, he's saving for the STC pod. He's got a big scoop. Well, when I called him last week, and that's right, I did call him on the phone. Because I have free long distance to all North America. Oh, really? Um, he let me in on that secret. <laughs> and it's uh, exciting news, so stay tuned, guys. All right. Let's get the show going, man. Enough of this nonsense. Should do the intro? <laughs> I guess. It all right, guys. Like welcome already. to STC Pod number uh, eight, 108. Holy shit. Just want to remind you guys to subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue for whenever Bill puts up his videos. You can follow Bill on Twitter at stcpod. Check me out at acdecepticon, bookmark stcpod.com. Check us out on iTunes under the title search stcpod. 
And if you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. Oh, back on to me. This is me gesturing back to you. Well, uh, we can give the listeners a little update. Uh, I still haven't... I haven't uh, pursued any further getting uh, Dodger on the podcast, but uh, I'm just getting my thoughts in order how to go about doing that. I've I've now started following her on Twitter. I do uh, well, wrestle stalker. from you what you're, her handle is. You're a stalker. Uh, we got that. We're all following now. Uh, we have to figure out, you know, how we're going to go about getting the interview request and everything like that. I think I'd like I'd like our listeners to help out maybe. Go on over there and follow her if you if you haven't already, and start start tweeting at her about the STC pod and about uh, AC Decepticon. And what are you doing? If you slap your abs, it doesn't make them tighter. So uh, you know, get some tweets at her so she uh, starts thinking this STC pod. What is that? It's got to be a big deal. So when we finally uh, send the invite to her, she's got to jump at that opportunity. What's her uh, Twitter handle? Where should people go? I don't remember. You do so. Where should people people go? Handle. It's on my thing. Okay. What's your (laughs) cell phone number? Well, that I know. What is it? Finally. I can't say it here on the microphone. You don't know it because I asked you last time and you didn't know it. I finally know it now. It's the same reason why I don't remember people's handles because I've got it programmed into my phone. Hmm. I don't remember people's well, phone numbers or handles. Out, Who cares? No, uh, I'm going on to something different. So I was at Best Buy. Um, are you listening? Yeah. Get over here. I am. What a goof. This is what I got to put up with. Okay. Nonsense. Like it's, this. Uh, it's Dex Bonus. D-E-X Bonus. I'm going to fart for, for some reason. reason. That's her. Uh, hey. <sighs> professional that was for you no that's for uh that's her dex bonus so i was at best buy uh today dex bonus dodger no one gives a shit let them uh let her know the stc pod's on the hunt (laughs) stalker bill (laughs) i don't give a shit anymore oh really (laughs) yeah i lost interest (laughs) that's not true so i was at best buy i need your opinion um i was looking at their nintendo 3ds xl and i started playing it for a little bit that's a sweet unit Mm. Is it the new 3DS? I guess. Did it say new? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's the latest one. What makes it new, though? Yeah, they added a little stick on the right. Yeah, it's got the analog stick. A little, yeah. Yeah, that's super smooth. I love it. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. So I'm thinking about buying it, but is that, how long is it going to, they're going to, how long are they going to be making games for it? Oh, long time. Serve you you don't know time. shit. <laughs> yeah. No, they have uh, all kinds of shit in development. It's like two years worth of games there. Yeah, but... Minimum. What, still to come out? Yeah. Even with this dumb Switch? Yep. That's what they say. That's what I learned on CC Weekly, the podcast of Cartridge Well, I know Club. they talked or, about it. and um, But that's still not 100%. That's my fear is that the Switch is going to... They want to, uh, excuse the pun, literally switch over to that and drop the uh, 3DS. No, I don't think so. 
I think for pure walking around handheld action, you're still going to need your 3DS, you know, for hours of Or is there another unit coming out to replace the 3DS? Well, see, who knows? It could be, but I, I think you'd be safe getting it now. Well, I don't want to draw. It's like 200 and change. Yeah. It's more than that, isn't it? No, it's like 269. Hmm. Yeah. You know, see, you don't know gaming. Well, I'm asking you this. Anybody knows, please let me, give me a <laughs> shout out on my Twitter. Oh, I, which you do not check. I do check it a couple times a day. At lightning speed. Twice a day. I don't, I don't live by it. I'm I don't, not, I don't live by it. I'm not chained it. to my Twitter like you are <laughs> for some reason. I get, I, I get literally disgusted by having to check my phone all the time for things. Oh, I know. Which is why I throw it away and then you get upset at me when you send when you arbitrarily uh, send me one text out of the blue and I don't respond. No. As someone who tries to have a text conversation with you. Call me. <laughs> call you. Why would you not call me? Well, because we were talking back and forth in text, and then I leave you a, a text with a question, and that's it. No, He's I walked left, away. I left him. you the last text, and then I walked <laughs> away. And then your Samsung, which has delayed no. text texting ability no comes back to me two minutes later i want instantaneous if i'm talking to someone on an iphone i can tell with a little thought bubble comes up that they're it shows me that they read the message right away and that they're typing back to me so i know to hold on oh i don't like that why not well what if i start typing and i decide uh not to write you or take a pause and then you're looking oh what he wrote something well, now he's not going to send it to me. What's going on? I don't want you to know what I'm typing or what my my speed of typing is or veracity. Well, I know what your speed of your sausage typing is. Anyways, once I am in a conversation with you, you should at least give me a 30-second window to reply to the next one and actually respond to I it. I gave you 30 seconds, and then I left my Ridiculous. phone on my desk and left my room. No, I don't believe that for a second. And then I went to go read and educate my kids yeah of course here we go father of the year material again coming on no i i, I put the phone down and then i started reading with my son um two books that had to go back to school tomorrow and then i started working on some uh, phonics with him oh balls in the middle of, middle of the afternoon you stop everything you're doing and you suddenly are spending. It was like a an good hour, hour before dinner time, yeah, because I had to go into work after oh dinner. Oh my god! So what else was I, I supposed to do? It for a second. Everyone should have a father like this guy, whereas, Father Joe. Whereas, what would you do, Father you'd, you'd Joe? You'd be sleeping probably. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm preparing for my night shift. That's all you do is sleep. But otherwise, if I, you know, I'm spending time with the kid or something, and. Uh, I don't know if someone's trying to reach me on the phone. I told you, I don't care about it. I'm not tied to my phone like some people. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's why Curtis is always calling me because he can get a hold of me. He's, we can he's talk. calling you? Yeah. <laughs> he's never talked to you on the phone. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. Right. You, you who's a, who won't talk to anybody who lives like even within the same province. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. All right. So what were you doing in Best Buy? I just told you. You went there to look at a 3DS? No, I was helping... Uh, Here we go. What I else? I was helping a friend pick up a new TV. A new TV? 
Yes. Who? You don't know them. <laughs> I probably do. No. You have time to do this? You took time away from your phonics teaching to go to Best Buy? This was while my son was still in school. Mm. So during the day. Because <laughs> right. I'm a good friend and I help friends out. Really? Hmm. And then, uh, so while he was paying for it, I went over to the game section and checked it out. Well, I say Cause I got one. those. I got those gift cards I got to use up. Hmm, that's not enough. You don't know what I got. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I got more than those ones. Oh. That you, you know about, ones. fucking smartass. <laughs> Does that upset you that I know how much you have in gift cards? It, no, it upsets me that you think you know what I have. Oh, I know. When you don't know, Jack. I know. Don't worry about how I know I know. Oh. Don't you worry. I don't. <laughs> it sounds like you're worried. All right, so just do it and get one. I told you why I'm worried about it. It don't matter. How long has it been out? 3DS has been out for years. Not the new one. It's all well, the same the shit. New. 3DS technology. No, the new 3DS takes a different cart too, doesn't it? I don't know. I think so. I don't have one. I don't I mean, know anybody that has the new I one. I think they have games designed just for the new one. Well, I'm worried that I buy it and then one year later it's done. Production. So you'll still want it for your collection anyways. Yeah, but I don't want to pay full price. But you won't want to buy a used one. No, why would I? <laughs> so there you So you go. buy it when it's, out, when it's out of being discontinued and get it at a cheaper price. When it's out of being discontinued. What does that mean? I said when it's out being discontinued. That makes no sense. Because it'll be gone. No, it'll be, be discontinued. So they're trying to get rid of it. So yeah. they drop the price down to nothing. That never happens. It just goes to a liquidator somewhere. Look at this guy. What else, what else never happens that you know about? It doesn't. It doesn't happen. Anyway, I'm putting the word out there because I need someone to tell me if I should pick it up or not. I think you should pick it up. What? Well, yeah. Anyways, would you be buying new games for it? You wouldn't be buying. That I might. Really? Because I would, but I'd buy, I wouldn't be buying. I'd put some, I'd invest in some good games that would have some good, good, good playability and. Good playability. And uh, you can really invest your time in like this uh, Dragon Quest Nine that I'm still playing on the DS for oh, 80 plus Jesus. hours. That's embarrassing, dude. I'm grinding. Yeah, you're grinding all right. Something's wrong. You're doing something wrong. No, I'm not doing something wrong. Well, I told you I had to re-grind over because I dropped the one female character and I put another one in so she was starting from scratch so I have to build her up to a reasonable level close to where my other three party members are mm. and how's that working out for you well it's slow no it's not working at all you can't beat the, the boss you're up to up well against. because he does these combined attacks before I can do anything I don't know why you're playing these crappy games. Well, you don't know gaming, so. No. Yeah, I know. Stay away from that. It's not a hack and slash. Imagine. A hundred hours on this thing. I said 80 hours. Might as well be a hundred. Well, these Dragon Quests are kind of difficult, you know, as my buddy P1 likes to tell me. Yeah. Silly. 
I like action. I like doing stuff when I get up to a boss, not have the boss stand there and look at me as I put in about 50 button combinations. Yeah, I put to my combo tax in and then we do our thing. What's the boss doing? Just stand there waiting for you? Yeah. Yeah, He's thinking about his attack at the same time. (laughs) They just stand there staring at each other as they're thinking. I don't know, man. Listen, I'm a true gamer, so I I can appreciate these things. There is no way after 90 hours someone shouldn't be finishing that boss off after that much grinding. Yeah, but I want. I'm I'm trying to get certain. There's no attributes of my characters to 100. percent Why not just cheat at this point? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> you want everyone to be 100%. Where's the challenge? Just throw in a code or something and cheat your way through it. I, I, yeah. I don't want all their stats to be 100%, <laughs> just certain ones that I'm trying to level up. Oh, it's awful. Listen, I'm talking to the wrong wrong person. That's for an the, awful game. Wrong game. Awful game. After the first 50 or 60 hours should have been It Wouldn't you consider you. something like that to be a good investment? No. How's it fun doing the same thing over and over and over again, which is grinding over and over and over well, it's again? It's never said it's the funnest thing to do. <laughs> well, play but something fun. as a true gamer. Why don't you try that Thor game? And true gamers know what I'm talking about. Why don't you try that Thor well, game? I'm not playing that piece of crap side-scroller Thor. That was so much fun that everyone yeah. loves. Nope. Oh, my God. You're a real gamer. Yeah, stick with what got you to the dance. You should just walk around town with a giant board game strapped to your I have a t-shirt that says, Real Gamer. <laughs> Let's see it. I dare you to wear that. That's going to be the new STC Pod t-shirt. Oh. Yeah, how's, how's the Joe design coming? Well, I've got my designer working on it right now. Oh, who's that? But unfortunately, the price is going to go up because of that. Because hmm. I'm paying someone to do it for me. Because you can't handle... Cutting and pasting a couple photos onto it. I did that, and I just wasn't happy with the end product. (laughs) And that's where the Joe STC shirt design is at. It's a good update there. What do you got going on, man? What's new? Well, let me tell you. I thought you didn't want me to talk this episode because I talked uh, the whole last episode. I sort of wasn't listening. Mm, Sort of. I sold, uh, I finally got rid of my, one of my extra N64 packages. Uh-huh. So that was exciting. The ad was getting kind of old, getting kind of stale, but uh, this guy contacted me about it. It was for a package. I had like a rumble pack and a game and one controller, I think. I don't even know how much I was asking for. It wasn't a lot. Anyways, he undercut me by like $20, and so I came back with him like $5 more than that, and he accepted it, Uh, which was great, and they came over. It was on time. He came over, and uh, I had everything set up in the garage with my little TV, you know, going so they could see it work. He brought over his girlfriend, or I assume his girlfriend. It's tall, blonde, smoke show, total smoke show. Even you would have approved. How old is this guy? Well, certainly not as old as you, but, uh, you know, young guy like me, young guy. Anyways, hot girlfriend. You young like dirt, then yeah, just like you. What? And uh, I set it up, everything was working, 
the game worked first uh, try on the, the power button, so that was great. Handed the uh, controller over to the girlfriend. She wanted to try it, and she's like, oh, yeah, this is so much fun. She's like, oh, I, this is great, but I really can't wait until I get a hold of... Uh, get hold of a Nintendo 69 it's going to be we're really on the lookout for that and I, I kind of let that statement go I, in my head I went what, what did this? and she kept playing and uh, I started packing it up and the money was switched hands and I was putting everything back together and she said it again that she was really looking forward to finding a Nintendo 69 and I mean let me tell you she was a full-on smoke show and I was like listen Get rid of Mr. Boyfriend here, and I'll show you Nintendo 69 in the back room. How about that? But, however, you know, that was all in my head. But she kept saying 69. I'm like, what is it? Well, what do you mean by the 69? She's like, you know, the original Nintendo. Oh, yeah. So then he asks, yeah, I where would you get 69 from? Anyways, so that was good. Sold that package off. I still got one more spare 64 to go. N64. Mm. You want that, right? No, hell no. I give you a good deal on it. I got my OG one that I'm never going to use again. I hate that system, man. That's fun. It's still fun. And I uh, saw a couple of movies. Saw some movies with you. You did? I, yeah. Half with you. I don't know if you stay conscious through it what movie was that well anyways the one i saw without you at home just released was the latest star trek movie star trek beyond i think it's called yeah i want to see that one still it is is it better than the um um yeah i forget the name of it the one prior to it anyway the one with genghis khan yeah, uh, yeah, before we get started here, Joe turns to me earlier in the evening and goes, you know what, I can't remember if I like that Star Wars Genghis Khan movie. And I just, Obviously you knew what I was talking no, about. No, I didn't. I just looked at you waiting for the next statement so I could piece together what the hell you were talking about. And he goes, well, that didn't make any sense. Uh, Star Trek... Rathacon. Holy God. And then you didn't even mean Rathacon. You meant the la latest Star Trek movie. Yeah, whatever it was called. was called. You know what I was talking about. Anyways, this latest one. It's if I ever have a stroke. I wouldn't know. <laughs> are you going to know what's no. going on? I don't have a clue, man. Like, would you call help or would you just sit there and stare at me like you were doing before? <laughs> yeah, I wait. I counted to 10 and you managed to start talking again. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, dead by then. Brain cells. This latest movie, holy mackerel. The opening scene, I don't know, it was a pre-credit thing maybe, like a prologue. When I was watching it, I downloaded this movie. So as I'm watching this opening scene, I thought I kind of, that I downloaded like a parody film of Star Trek. Like some kind of Saturday Night Live sketch or something on Star Trek. That's how outrageous, phony, baloney this opening scene was. It was a joke. It was a joke. Full on, like, a joke on the viewer. I can't believe you're mm. watching this. That's disappointing. But it gradually get better, though? No. It is, it mm. is a terrible... 
Is it as bad as X Men Apocalypse? Because that is one bad movie. No, at least there's some fun bits in. Uh, I don't want Apocalypse. fun bits. Okay. Enough of the PG X Men nonsense. Oh, we're, we're, what ta- tangent are we going on? I'm talking about the Star Trek movie with your buddy who directs all the Fast and Furious movies. Let's hire him to do a Star Trek movie. Well, I never. He's not my buddy. Yeah, he is your buddy. Because you love those movies. I like the one movie. It I was said. ridiculous. It got more and more ridiculous as the movie goes along. Sure enough, at some point, the Enterprise gets in a ship versus ship battle, right? A space battle. And as demonstrated in the earlier Star Trek movies, Captain Kirk in this iteration has no uh, ability to do a uh, space battle. He's no tactician. He has <laughs> no ability to, uh, you know, manage him manage his ship in a battle. The, the ship's getting hammered. It's getting pounded. And, uh, you know, his uh, officers, Sulu, saying, you know what? Our weapons have no effect on them. And he's like, yep, keep firing, full on. I'm like, get, turn around, let's go. We're out of here. The first sign of trouble, get out. Soon the, the deflector dish gets destroyed. They're saying, uh, you know, the structural um, integrity field is collapsing. Inertia dampeners is offline. And he goes, let's warp out of here. Now, you can't jump to warp with no inertia dampeners or deflector dish, right? You can't, did you know you can't even go to impulse without uh, the inertia dampeners on? I didn't know that about the impulse. Certainly. The impulse is pretty fast. So you'd be smushed up against the back wall. Mm. Yeah, you see, let's jump to warp. They're like, oh, we can't go to warp. Why? Oh, both nacelles have fallen off. What? Yeah. In the midst of this ship-to-ship battle, well, Captain Kirk gets a phone call, and he says, Sulu, you're in charge. I got to go... See what Mr. Spock's doing. Leaves the bridge in the middle of a battle. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I'm, I'm hesitant because I'm sure that you're <laughs> portraying no. this. In, you know, That's exactly what happened. They're in the middle of a battle. Well, I'm and sure Kirk it's leaves the reason bridge. why Kirk had to leave the bridge. No, it wasn't an important region, reason at all. Hey, Spock needs help over on deck 17. You know what? Sulu, you're up. I'm out of here. Can't you call somebody, a security team or something, help them out? No, no, I need to be part of it because it's a big scene coming up with the gravity going and the captain well, didn't should the, be. Uh, that English guy wrote this one, didn't he? Yeah, he What's did, Simon Pegg. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I love Simon Pegg, but this is something else. So, you know, it has that stuff going on. Uh, the Enterprise isn't given, you know, in Star Trek, the Enterprise is the story. The Enterprise is a character. Enterprise is home. It's it's what makes it's the center of that whole universe is the Enterprise. It's not like Star Wars with the Millennium Falcon, which is just a conveyance. You know, it's just a hot rod. It's just a car you go cruising downtown on. The Enterprise is like a major character in Star Trek, and it's certainly not treated that way in this movie. Let's well, it's not a major f- character because in the original series, they didn't have that much of a budget. So it was more financially prudent to 
focus a lot of stories within the Enterprise. Yeah, well, that's home. That's where... Well, that is their home because they're out in space for five years. Yeah, let's get doing that. Let's get doing that some more. Now, we've seen in the trailer the motorcycle. Yep. That that is outrageous beyond belief. You can't believe the things that happen on that motorcycle. Um, And you wouldn't have believed the amount of things that can be fixed with a little tinkering. You know, they had major... Uh, technological things they had to figure out, but Scotty just say, you know what, with a little tinkering, I can probably get that going. You know, something else. I don't want to give anything away, but he'd always say, oh, a little bit of tinkering, I can get that going. He's doing major things with a little bit of tinkering. Not to mention the whole final scene, the whole battle, climax, I, whatever. I still haven't want to see this, though. You know? I'm not giving anything away. I'm just saying the whole thing would have been negated because they had transporters. The whole thing would have been negated. It just transport. Anyways. When's the when's that new series starting on TV? Uh, in the spring, isn't it? Is it? It's taken a hell of a long time. I think. Um so yeah, I'm really, really disappointed with that movie. Really. Well, I was disappointed when I saw the trailer, so Okay, oh, something else. We saw uh, the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. And that sucked. It's weird because I saw it all in one night, but you needed well, I, like disbe- two or three nights to no, put it all together. two nights. And then that was out of disbelief. Like, was that movie really that bad? And I went back and watched most of it over again. And yeah, it was that bad. It was... A complete farce, not for the fact of the female characters, but just the way that they were able to create all their devices. It just seemed like, oh, I can... The the McKinnon character from Saturday Night Live. Yeah. She instantly created all this technology. One day day after their first battle together, she had created these... uh, ghost hand grenades and special pistols and whips and <laughs> they could use their uh, ghost uh, ghost beams as like we said whips where they could lasso ghosts and then literally chuck them around wherever they wanted okay you said ghost beams ghost beams <laughs> whatever you call those things uh, I refuse to dignify this movie with the proper terms It was a joke. It was ridiculous. The final battle where they would, like like you said, lasso a ghost or apparition or whatever in a ghost beam. And then it seemed all you had to do was make the ghost flip over and he would disappear. There was, like, Mm. I think very little of uh, where you trap a ghost, right? That was the first, the original ghost. They trapped one ghost. It was all about storage. And then they let it loose. Yeah. And the rest of it, they were, oh, you just shoot it with this thing and do a, like an acrobatic move and flip it and it disappears. And there wasn't just ghosts, there there were giant balloons. Were the balloons ghosts? What were they trying to do? No, the balloons were from like the Macy's Day Parade or whatever. And then ghosts inhabited them, thus controlling the 
the balloons to go after the Ghostbusters, which I don't know what the hell they would do to them. Squish them? Hmm. Which they did. They did that, didn't they? Until they popped it with a... Yeah, that makes uh, sense. A Swiss Army knife. Sure. That makes sense. Obviously. No, this movie was, was very bad, very terrible. I felt so bad for all of the amazing cameo appearances by everybody on there, which were often crowbarred in. Well, that's another... It's usually a, a sign of a, a poor movie where you need to have that many cameos appear within a certain time frame. Usually a good indicator that it's a, a poor script. Really? You think so? Well, I just told you. Hmm. You don't agree? No. A million think so. cameos? I think you can have a good movie with cameos in no, it. No, you don't need a million cameos. The amount that they had was ridiculous. And even with Bill Murray appearing in there and Dan Aykroyd appearing for their brief little parts. Yeah. Well, they had everyone. No Rick Moranis, unless I missed him. Yeah, he's probably smart enough not to go in. Yeah. And uh, what's-his-face as their receptionist? Ugh. That was like the usual uh, half-hour comedy on TV. Every time he appeared, he was like the, the comic filler. Unfunny, though. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get that movie. I don't know how the script got greenlit to uh, go further than that. Especially with all the... Those ladies are talented, funny women. I don't know how Just they don't... Just that movie. How they don't look at the script and, you know. Yeah, well... Maybe it no was sense. certainly a disappointment. I don't see them doing another one. Do you? Hope not. Yeah, I saw in the credits that uh, Aykroyd was an executive producer on that. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, if he, they just gave him that in, in title alone. He probably alone. did something. But wow. And then when I had to see the original cast, you know, on Jimmy Kimmel promote that movie, like how great it is, and wow. With the straight face? Whew. Okay, I think Murray was laughing. All right, and also me and you watched... Uh, well, we caught up on a little bit of Ash versus Evil Dead, <coughs> yep. season two, which is really, they just picked up where they left off on season one. a little one. tiring, though. No, I, no. Yeah, tiring. Well, it's the same thing every time, man. No, it is not the same thing every time. The guy is retarded. He screws up something, and uh, they have to go chasing after the book again, or after this, or yeah. that. Yeah, okay, but they come up with imaginative little uh, engagements in every episode. The best episode. part is usually there's one point in every episode where there's a overabundance of blood in a killing scene. Yeah, you think you're going to get tired of seeing a demon pop up again, but they make it original every single episode and funny. The episode two, where he is uh, embattled in a morgue, with the demon's uh, intestines, <laughs> is I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was amazing. So funny, so inventive. And I, I can't believe they came up with it and Bruce agreed to do that because it was hilarious. Do you remember? Do you remember yes. what I'm talking about? I'm glad that you enjoyed it so much. And, uh, of course, Joe was passing out uh, as per normal, as per his, uh, his ailment that he won't. Uh, Usually when I'm bored. Due to uh, his sleep ailment no, that he has not gotten looked at yet. So I'm like, well, if he's not going to enjoy this with me, 
I noticed that another documentary is popping up on Super Channel, so I flipped over to that, and it was a Johnny Cash documentary, a new one, and it's called American Rebel. What do you mean, new one? A new documentary. Yeah, but you've seen it before. No, I haven't seen it before. I saw it before. That was my second time watching the stupid thing. That's bullshit, and you know it. That was my second time. That was not a brand new documentary. That, that was new. It's new to me, so that makes it new. Yeah, I, I think watched it, was brand it at new. home, and I told you about it before. No. How? You don't even get Super Channel at home. It's not only on Super Channel. It is only on Super Maybe Channel. Maybe now it is, but not when I watched it. Come on. Man. I had seen the whole thing already, you and I not. thought you had seen it. I don't know why you put the stupid thing on again. You saw something else. This is a new take on it Uh, and extremely well done i can't recommend enough johnny cash american rebel you follow him through uh you know him as a little kid all the way up uh you know number one country artist 20 recorded you know uh, with bob dylan and then on to his tv show and then his uh eventually getting dropped from columbia records and kind of being untouchable in the recording industry. Nobody wanted him. And he felt, uh, I thought it was a great line where he was, I think it was to Chris Christopherson. He was saying, you know what? I think I think next year I got to go to Branson. And that's where all the good, great artists have to go to die is Branson and do that circuit. And then lo and behold, of course, the American recordings uh, happened and brought him to uh, a brand new level of fame, especially with the Hurt the Hurt uh, recording and video. I wonder if that, um, would we know that song is good if that video wasn't so popular? I, you know, that video did so much for it. Well, it was popular with uh, uh, Nine Inch Nails. Not that popular. Sure it was. No, it wasn't. Well, all my friends knew it. I mean, his recording of it, would we have known about it if that video didn't go so gangbusters? That's what I'm saying. Hmm. Okay. Anyways, around that time was when I, I saw Johnny Cash live in concert. And I saw him for free at uh, Canada's oldest exposition the uh cne down in toronto uh they used to put on free concerts with major headliners and that was one johnny cash and june carter and uh carter family too was all there and that was that was pretty cool and i remember johnny cash doing his regular spiel of songs and then he uh let he let June come out and uh, the Carter family do some things. And then he came back just himself. He kind of like waved the band away or they didn't come out. And he's like, I'm going to do a couple of these new songs I've been trying out. Where it's just me and my guitar. And I'm going to try and uh, see if my fingers can play it. And it was just him and his guitar playing these new American recording songs. And it was, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Especially the price tag for free, for free how old people. Were you? I, I don't know how old I was. I was, uh, hmm, college days. I'll say college days. All right, I'm back. 
Where'd you go? Oh, did I you go somewhere? I had to go do something. Oh, Jesus. You telling one of your old man stories? Time I got to see Johnny oh, Cash damn it. live in this person. here, man. This is what I got to put up with. Anyway, so the documentary continues on past then. And then, of course, of course, uh, when his beloved June passed away uh, from a freak surgical mishap. And, of course, uh, Johnny didn't last, what, four months after uh, that? Four minutes or four minutes. Four months after uh, <laughs> she passed away. Four months. And they even had an interview from him in that time between uh, her passing and him. Uh, it was a really good documentary. I was really happy with it. I like the well. My favorite part was the whole Rick Rubin experience, where yeah, you know he was pretty much sort of the only one who really, I guess, took a chance again with Johnny. Well, and, that's and yeah, that's what I love when they talk about that time because normally the cash documentaries are all about the prison concert times and the good times and Folsom Prison, the prolific times. You probably have that album. Uh, of course. But then we got into this, uh, his resurgence, which was really cool. So that's why I really like that stuff. It's good. It's good. American Rebel, is that what I said? Are we done now? Okay, Joe, what, uh, what do you got for me? I've got some listener questions. No, that's bullshit. I told you They're not to not do this bullshit. anymore. Why would I send you the questions ahead of time and, or include you in part of the conversation? If there was listener questions, surely I would have picked them up from our email, which is start to continue mail at gmail.com. I don't do this shit through the email. Or stcpodmail at gmail.com. Are you sure? <laughs> Mostly, yeah. <laughs> or through our website, stcpod.com. These were private PMs. I don't, no, it's bullshit. You make up little silly things and you think it's humorous. We all know how good your, your sketch writing is. For you, it's a skit. For me, I don't give a shit. <laughs> okay. Skit, sketch, no one else cares either. All right, let's hear what you, you came up Are with. Are you going to answer these questions no. that were sent to us? <laughs> yeah, they were sent to you. This guy's a fucking... People want to hear Joe's stuff. They don't want to hear my stuff. People want to hear your shit because you always try to pawn it off on me and get me to spew some stuff out there. Okay. Uh, this first question, do you want me to say who it's from? Yeah. Who is it? Transformers fan number one? Because he's... he's uh, TF fan dash one. TF fan dash one. This yeah. is from Rocket Sauce. That's not true. It's true. Okay. Have you ever tried to put the tip of your penis in your mouth? <laughs> really? Yes. It's rocket sauce said that. I got the paper here that makes it legit. Because you even got his nom name wrong. But uh, it's, it's rocket sauce. Yeah, it's rocket sauce. Sorry. I'm not giving out full handles here. Yes or no? Have I ever? Yes, I know you it? have. No, <laughs> no. Have you ever tried to? No. Come like, on. Like sitting on the chair, leg up. How do you like do this, that? And then trying to... <laughs> <laughs> bend no. it down or you put your leg up put your leg up or something and then or even if it doesn't reach like you pull the skin up just to try to <laughs> touch it. no it sounds like you have way more experience with that than i do you never tried it once no okay i know i'm not that uh, stretchy i will put no down and although there's if you want to hear a great story about that other than what joe just did uh kevin smith is famous for uh telling his 
stories of his ability to uh, do that. Mm. Autophilate. Actually, I was at uh, one of my local uh, thrift stores, and I've, I've been going through the CD section a lot because I'm trying to find um, uh, concerts on DVD. Because of our latest pickup video where I found a bunch of and, um, CDs. So now, I'm look, now I'm looking it's your for concerts, idea? Concerts. Holy shit. Do you ever think of stuff on your own? So, um, and then uh, actually the Kevin Smith's first um, uh, theater show was, actually found the DVDs of it and almost bought it. And I talked myself out of it for some reason. Hmm. So, but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he's got three shows on DVD, right? And the oh, first one's definitely the best. At least. Okay, so that question is a no. Um, Tell me about your experience doing it. Were you on the floor or in a chair? I was probably like standing up and then I'd put my foot on a bed or a chair and tried to bend over. In standing motion. Well, how else would you do it? I got no flexibility. I and then I think, think I pulled the tip up or something as hard as I could and still couldn't reach. <laughs> what if you could have? How far would you have taken that? Just touch it with the tip of your tongue. Like, <laughs> just tip. <laughs> but if you could have got it in your mouth. No, I would not be. You'd have stopped. Yes, I would not have done what you're talking about. That's gross. Well, I don't know why you're trying then. No, just to see if you could do it. <laughs> just to see. Because <laughs> I saw it in a porno one time. This guy in a locker room. And I forget. It was like some 1970s porn on one of those beta tapes I had I don't remember who it was but he like sitting on this locker room bench and he's by himself and no one's around and then he decides you see him looking down and he you see him bend over and he actually put it in <laughs> <laughs> and he starts doing it to himself and then at the end he goes if I knew it, it would feel so good I would have done it sooner I think that's Ron Jeremy it was Ron Jeremy yeah he's famous for doing that all right was a well, he's certainly guy. skinnier back then, so I guess that's why I didn't think it was him. Anyway, uh, this one is from uh, our buddy Kevin. Yeah. At Buried on Mars. How did he get this message to you again? Have you ever had any sexual thoughts about Joe? <laughs> Kevin came up with that. Answer the question. No. You never thought about me that way at all. Like, <laughs> No. I oh, hate to burst your bubble. <laughs> oh, he's got a particularly nice uh, tight shirt on today, or those jeans accentuate his butt cheeks nicely. No. You know I love making fun of you when you wear that stuff, because it, it drives me crazy. It was anger. You wear these shirts that surely- Sexual you, anger? Surely you've taken out of your, your five-year-old son's drawer- and stretched it over that head of yours onto these, onto that uh, muscular and veiny chest of yours with the nipples rolled downward. And uh, not to mention these pants you wear the odd time, these Ed Hardy jeans with the back pockets that go all the way down to your knees. What's up with those? Well, because they don't go down to my knees. <laughs> they They're do. normal jeans. They got these huge bedazzled back pockets. For some reason, what? go all the way down to the back of your knees. People know that you what make shit that? up. What is with oh, that? Oh, I got pink jeans on. <laughs> oh, I almost wear pink jeans. <laughs> Not the case. 
All right. like how would I have uh, sexual maybe, thoughts? Like what? Maybe you thought about me with my clothes off for like a split second and then shook it out of <laughs> no. your head like, whoa, that's wrong. No. Has that happened to you for you to me? Is that where this no, came from? No, because I, you're what they call in the... Don't. <laughs> no. In the, um, in the what? Yeah. I can only imagine what you're going to say. You're what they call a bear. Yeah. There you go. No, I'm not a bear. Thank you very much. <laughs> you are a bear. No, I'm not a bear. You're a cuddly teddy bear. I Come love on. giving you hugs. Give me a break. You gotta be like 300 pounds, 300 pounder to be a bear. You're a bear compared to me. Oh, Jesus. What are you? Brick shit house? No, whatever they call the skinny little guys. They call them Nazis. <laughs> I don't know. That's rude. <laughs> All right, You're this one is from uh, our buddy Duke. What's his handle again? Retro Nonsense? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Duke. Um, Duke would like to know, um, what kind of breast types do you like? Hmm. Duke. That's a rude question. Duke, that's twice you've sent us <laughs> uh, questions that just shouldn't be talked about that is i'm disappointed outrageous. in you dude that is outrageous okay so i'm gonna ask you that question what mm. kind do you like do you like uh, like the banana ones or <laughs> banana ones the banana tits what are banana ones the one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. is it the bunch of bananas no the ones that curve outward they curve down and then up oh yeah that's nice really that's yeah. weird yeah All sure right. I like all types, except uh, the tiny, tiny flapjacks where it's like miniature flapjack. All right. Fair enough. Don't you think? There you go, Duke. I asked your question for you. But yeah, bring them all. Bring them all on. What about- Last no, question. What about you? Last question. What about you? I just like nice little handfuls. What if they're- Now, I know you've had problems with smaller ones before. Yes. You instantly- I'm offended by that. You instantly get offended. What a big old, big old baloney. No, I don't like that either. What is the baloney tits one? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. You're the expert. What does that mean? Big old baloney tits. I apologize to all our female listeners for the crudeness of this guy. Well, what are you talking I, about that's baloney? That's what you say. You say that to me all the time. Look at her. She's got the uh, big old baloney tits. I don't even eat baloney. Okay. Flapjacks? Is that what you're talking about? I don't, I don't know. Is it big, long, like a tube of baloney, or is it just like a stack I don't know of what you're talking about. I don't know what you're... I don't, you say it. All right. I got one last question here, all right? This is from uh, Mrs. Q-Dog. She would like to know, where is the weirdest place you've gotten jiggy at? And these are her words. Where is the weirdest place you've ever had whoopee? In my ass? She said jiggy. <laughs> no, like location. <laughs> That's over Joe's head. Hmm. Location. Hmm. I don't know. Nothing too adventurous. What about where on the farm? Some place gotta be someplace mm. on the farm. No. Hmm. Sorry, man. Nothing uh, out too outrageous. Don't apologize to me. Apologize Maybe in the, to, uh, out in the wilderness. Apologize out, to uh, Melissa. Out at the beach or something. 
I think there's been some uh, goods out, out at the All beach. Right. Fair enough. What? That's it? Well, how was her question? <laughs> what about you? I love how you follow up on things. Fo- what do you mean? Follow up on what? You're great. I can't wait until I hear you interview Dodger. Oh, the way I've got you, everything The way you continue I've the got, conversation. Well, if, if I can count on you not to interrupt me, <laughs> I've got the whole script written down. I'm going to go stern on her. Oh, what about you? McDonald's uh, staff room? No, just... Uh, in the bank vault? Probably a forest. Deep in the forest. <laughs> Come with me, baby. <laughs> oh, in one of those conservation... Uh, Parks, things. In a yurt? What? In a yurt? What's that? A yurt. I don't a know shelter. what a yurt is. A shelter. No, in the grass, like, you know, off the, one of these beaten paths. Hmm. I don't know. It's nothing special. Wild. Was it gravelly? I picture, no, it was grass. I picture uh, Mrs. Q-Dog and Mighty Q-Dog. Probably their weirdest place would be like on the bed with uh, all these Sega Master System games strewn all over the bed. Hmm. Like, Eric comes home one day, like this big score. It's got all these rare Sega games. He shows oh, them yeah. to her. She says she sees how excited he is because he's got all these games, and then she gets excited. Mm-hmm. They like, instantly. Eric, let's go, go throw. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> throw hang on on the bed. <laughs> uh, Super give, hang on? Give me your afterburner, Wonder Boy. <laughs> oh, I love your golden axe. Give me your bubble bobble. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Uh, altered beast. <laughs> You're my altered beast, I think. I want you to go streets of rage on me. <laughs> they would go right out to their uh, swing set, wouldn't they, with the little enclosure there? That's too small. Too small. Too small. Not comfortable. Uh, Not that going on top they of video anchored game it in pretty cartridges pretty would be the good. There's games all over the place. Manuals flying around. No way. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe that's why he collects so many different uh, versions of the same game. <clears throat> so he can have like a sex, the sex games that he doesn't mind getting all juiced up. And then right? those are the ones that he trades at the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's how that's those... Just, that's my hypothesis. I that's when you come across those manuals where the, the pages are all, like, cemented together and stuff. That's probably what happened. Oh, speaking of uh, games, what was... What was that Wii story that you were telling me before? Oh, <laughs> good segue out of this madness you went for. I just want to say... I, uh, well, first, before we continue, uh, thanks to everyone who sent me in their uh, questions and... Uh, if you guys have other questions for me to ask Bill, uh, just PM me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Right. Oh, right. What's this Wii story? Yeah, that's, I'm sure that's what they're doing. And then also with your question, you'll have to write what his follow-up question should be if you want to expose a story a little bit deeper than just yes or no. I'm just going, I'm not, he needs I'm not help. here to pry he needs in help. deeper into it. How do you I don't think need I get help. the goods out of you? Because I know what you're trying to do, so I go along with it. No. You I got have fight no you idea with, I got to fight you on. with everything here. You have no idea. All right, wee Let boy. Let's hear the story. What, from our, uh, all the, the pickup video we put out? Yeah, we put out a pickup video, right? 
Oh, great story. All right, guys. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode. Well, why don't you refresh people's memory? I don't remember. I forget now. Obviously. Uh, What was it? Oh, I found, uh, if you check out our pickup video, it starts with, uh, I grabbed a bunch of CDs, and now Joe's collecting CDs now. Isn't that interesting? And uh, it ended with uh, a black Wii I picked up at Valley Village. Now, I have a black Wii already in my basement. <clears throat> a modded black Wii. What that do you I, have in your basement? A, a Wii. A modded black Wii. Which, uh, it, it's, uh, I, I like it. I picked it up earlier this year at a yard sale. It was super clean. I even took car wax to it to make it gleam super nice, get nice reflective black on it. However, it was missing the uh, hatch, the door for the uh, GameCube controller ports. Right. You know what I'm talking about? So that's always driven me crazy that it's missing this door. I even went to my local game store and bought a replacement door because uh, he refurbishes a lot of Wii's and... As he had told me, every Wii that comes into him is missing its doors. So he buys them bulk from some Chinese company. If you go on eBay and search uh, Wii, you know, port door or whatever, uh, you'll find tons of Chinese sellers selling these doors. And he actually had some. So I said, wow, I'd I'd love to take one of those. And he sold me one for like five bucks or something. I take it home and it's like a different shade of black. Fits perfectly, but it's not... The same deep black. It's like almost a gray. I don't know what the deal is, but it's just not right. So if it's not right, you know, what's the sense of having it? It's just driving me as crazy as seeing no door there. So I took it back to him. I even took a picture. I was like, look, this is a difference, color difference. It's awful. They looked at me like I'm crazy, but it was it was bad. Anyway, so I'm always on the lookout for a broken Wii or a cheap Wii black Wii so I can get a door to get to complete my system and at Value Village for the last month there's been two black Wii's in the glass in the glass cabinet um, for sale but at like high prices so it's not worth me spending that much just to get the hatch I think one is you know $39 and the other one was $29 something like that anyways not worth it for me to even look at however I went back Oh, what was the last week or the week before? And they cleared out the um, the glass cabinet, and these both these Wii packages were out in the general population. In fact, not just only in the general population, but they were in the baggies section where they hang on baggies. The, all the baggies hang on the hooks. How much were they selling them for? Before it was like thirty nine ninety nine and twenty nine or twenty four or something like that. Two different prices for what looked to be the same packages. And now they're at the baggy section, but they're too heavy to hang on a hook, so they're just on the floor. And one of them, in fact, is open. And the other one isn't open, but the price tag had been ripped off and is just sitting on top. So one, it seemed like a new price tag. It was $19.99. And the other one, I think, was jacked up to $29.99 for some reason. So I looked at the better one, the $19.99 one, and uh, I'm like, mm, maybe I should, uh, I got a 30% off card. I can get this down, you know, around 15 bucks or something. Should grab this for the hatch. Maybe it's worth it at this point. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, you know, 
why don't I make this worth my while? And this bag's already open. I can see there's component cables in that other one. So I reach in there and grab the component cables out of that and stuff it in my bag. And I go, oh, I better make sure this is the right console. The hatch looks good. So I take the console out. It actually isn't one with a hatch door. It's the later model where they discontinued the backwards compatibility stuff. So I went, oh, that's no good. I better take this other Wii. So I put that Wii in the other bag and took out the more expensive Wii and put that into my bag. And it had a hatch. And uh, the component cables came with it. And then I noticed it had a black nunchuck in there. I don't have a black nunchuck yet to match my black controller at home. So, yeah, it's a nunchuck, no big deal. So I'll take that from that bag and I'll put that in my bag as well. And as I'm doing that... I notice that there's also a black Wii controller in there with the Motion Plus. I'm like, well, I'm sure this doesn't matter to the next guy, but I'll take my white controller out of this bag and put it in that one, and I'll take that black controller. So I took that too. I took the bag, and I took the 1999, and I put it on top, and uh, proceeded to, you know, go to the cache, but I had so much stuff from all those CDs, and remember I had that arcade stick and something else. My hands were all full of all this stuff, so I had to get a cart. I made my way to the cart pen and grabbed a cart, put all the stuff in, and then I made my way around the store one last time to make sure I didn't miss anything. Finally got to the cache, and uh, lo and behold... I put that up there. Did I talk about the CDs, though? How they were uh, jacking prices on CDs? Yep. I did? On the pickup video? Yeah. I, are you sure? Pretty sure. <laughs> well, I remember you telling me at some point. I don't know if I said in the pickup video, because we talked pretty quick. But now at Value Village, CDs are, are dirt cheap, unless they think it's something special, and it has its own price tag on it. So I was really shocked at this and put back a couple CDs because they jacked up the price. I think that's ridiculous. So I had to talk with the cashier about that when that was going on. They and love you there. I also had a Neil Young Weld album, which is a two-disc album. You talked about this one. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Anyway, so I talked to her about that, and I declined that one because I'm not paying so much for that. And then I bring the Wii up. But by this time, that stupid price tag disappeared. So she's like, oh, what? There's no price on it. I'm like, oh, Christ. This could have been so easy. It's $19.99. I know you don't believe me. I had the price. It uh, was never stapled on. It was just on the bag. Yeah, I must have lost it as I'm walking around the store. And she said, well, I got to uh, talk to the manager on duty here. And she talks to the manager. And the manager, of course, doesn't believe me and decides to take it to the back to get another price tag. And I'm like, oh, I had that stupid price tag. Where did it go? And, uh, and as the manager's gone, the cashier's like, oh, don't worry. She'll just get to put another $19.99. I'm like, I, I bet they're going to jerk the price up on me. Sure enough, they come back and they jack the price up to a whopping $24.99. Now, I know you might be thinking that might not be much of a price increase, but... You know, there's honor to be had here. And uh, they're screwing me, right? It was $19.99. Now it's $24.99. So I'm like, ah, if, if you come back over here for a second, I, 
what I told you was the price was $19.99, and now we're up to $24.99. And she's like, well, you know, this is what uh, they looked at it again back there, and uh, this is what they decide the price is going to be, and they're very, they know what they're doing, and they look after everything. I'm like, if, if I go, if I find my original price tag, will you honor it? And she's like, what do you what do you mean the original well I had it on here and it fell off while I'm walking around. If I find that tag, will you honor that? Well, I guess so. I don't know if you're gonna find that. And I said, Well, I know where I walked, so I went back to the thing and walked over to the to the cart pen, and sure enough there was a price tag on the floor. So I walked back over and of course I looked guilty as anything, because suddenly I have this price tag where I said I didn't have one before. And she's very reluctant with me, the manager, and she's like, you know what? I don't, it's, we don't want to, uh, you know, she's very reluctant to uh, change things. So you wouldn't believe what some people do. They'll like open up bags and they'll put things that don't belong in one bag and they'll put it in another bag. And uh, we have to protect ourselves and we have to protect you, the customer. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds... That sounds really ridiculous. That sounds awful. I can't believe people would do that to you. You know, you got a legitimate business to run here, and people want to take advantage of you like that. But me as a customer, I can tell you this was $19.99. Here's the price. And she goes, okay, this one time I will allow this. I will do this for you this one time. But she says, you will not believe what people do around here. And the cashier looks at me, and she goes, "You, it's true. You won't believe it. I'm like, yeah, this is crazy. You won't believe the prices around here either because you guys are all crooks. Well, I didn't say that, but I just paid my bill and got out of there. So with my 30% off card, that came down, I don't know, around $14, $15, $16, something like that. Hatch works. It's on my thing. And it turned out there was lots of bonuses in that bag. The end. <laughs> what a great story. <laughs> Woo, what a roller coaster ride. I was up and down with that one. Oh, how about you submit a story one of these days? Woo, belly. Holy Christ. Jeez. Where are you during these stories where you can question was, me and I maybe find out someone, something? I was undressing you in my head. That's what oh. I was doing. All right, guys. <laughs> if you enjoyed that story. Hope you tune in next week for another episode of STC Pod. Just wanted to remind you to check out our YouTube, youtube.com slash start to continue. Follow Bill on Twitter at AC Decepticon. Check me out at, oh, follow Bill at STC Pod. Check me out at AC Decepticon. Uh, bookmark stcpod.com. Listen to us on iTunes under the title search STC Pod. And check out other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community at Cartridge Club. Dot org. Bill, what stories can we wait to hear from you for next week? Well, this you, is all I the want a PlayStation story next week. Oh, there might be one. All right. There might be one. I want you to deliver with that one. And please, 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 people, uh, go to our website, stcpod.com, and shop to Amazon through our links because there is some uh, auto-erotica stuff Joe wants to buy on there and... We definitely need you guys to shop Amazon through our links at stcpod.com. And again, a hearty thankful thank you to all the listeners, all the support, and Joe's waving his arms at me like a gorilla. We're heavy, man. We're heavy. 
Wrap this up. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it. Thank you, Joe, again. Post it and post it. Children be That's what they say.